Hello and welcome to this week's podcast of No This Song with me, your host, Kiva Wilkinson. Um, this is the second time I did this because I effed up the first one. So here we are. Uh, for any of you who are new to the podcast, um, as this is the second episode, <laughs> um, here's a little bit about the podcast. So this is basically where we get up on our soapboxes and we passionately discuss um, some of our favourite songs that we feel that people have forgotten or songs that just didn't get enough attention when they came out. Um, I change the rules on this a lot, but um, that's the generic idea of this podcast. Um, it's great if you're listening again first week. Um, hopefully this one will go slightly smoother. We will see. Uh, and this week we have a new guest. Today's guest is The Cuz. Philly Donahue! Hello, Philly! Hey, Kiefer, how's it going? Hello, folks. Uh, so, for some of you who don't know Philip, um, he is my cousin from another cousin. Is that really the best way to put that? I, if we were like English, we wouldn't be related because they don't go that far back, but because we're Irish, that's third cousins? I sure, whatever, we're related. Um, so Philly is a big music fan <laughs> um, and also sings for a band called the Tiny Lions. So I'm sure at the end we'll do some plugs for the Tiny Lions, you know, in case you're a local in our area and maybe want to go hear him sing. Maybe you don't, but it's great for a pint. Uh, Philly is a great person to have on because somebody once said that we were like the Rugrat twins, Phil and Lil, which I don't know whether to be, like, love that or think that's incredibly insulting because they were disgusting. Yeah, but it's better than Chucky. Oh, no, I love it. He's sure with Chucky on it. I love him. Got that Stu Pickles either. Stu Pickles. <laughs> He's Tommy's dad. And um, Jared Cowan, who compared us to Phil and Lil. Was it him? Yeah. Once referred to uh, Stu Pickles as um, a dozy, I don't know if I'm allowed to say the second word on your podcast, but it starts with C. Oh, it's right. I'm actually glad you brought that up because this is a word that I secretly love. I will not say it on the podcast because I know a number of people do not like the curse word beginning with C and ends with unt. Yes. Um, but I love that word. However, many people don't. There is a C word, curse word that I hate and like it is the most offensive word in the world to me I think it's all the very hard C's and K sounds that are in it are you getting like are we talking male rooster uh, yes a phallic <laughs> object <Yes. laughs> I don't know why I said phallic object it's phallic okay <laughs> I hate that word so much but Google's the other phallic. C word just <laughs> Sorry, I went to a grammar school. I don't know if no. I got tough out of mine after five years, so <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Gutted. Um no, well we got compared to Phil and Lil a lot, um, as weird kind of twins, even though we're quite <laughs> distantly related. It's funny enough about Rugrats that I wanted to bring up was I used to get so angry because a cousin of mine used to constantly bully me by calling me Angelica Pickles. And like so much so, she was a lot. She's a lot older than me, but she, on Christmas Day, 
I had got this desk and like this was like a Fisher Price like you'll fuck with how good this desk was All right like no no other products are available <laughs> hashtag hit me up Fisher Price even though I have no kids and probably don't need any of your products but definitely will sell them um but like this thing was like a light up like screen and it had like a light and this great like carousel for like your crayons and stuff unbelievable i come down christmas morning and my cousin has already written on the front of it saying <laughs> merry christmas kifa from your better looking cousin aka no no it wasn't sorry i've said that completely wrong it was merry christmas angelica oh from your better looking cousin michelle so michelle if you're listening I used to hate that so much. However, I look about it now, and Angelica's a boss bitch. She is. However, Michelle may well have been the Angelica of the time. Yes! <laughs> yes, she was bullying the dog baby! Yes, the irony in that is, uh, is quite remarkable. Thank you. So, anyway, Philippe, thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure. Even though we just rambled there for a bit. I've been looking forward to this for days. Days. Right, so before we get into this, I have to confess. Well, I was already confessing to you when you landed. But I struggled. Even though we're only, only on the second episode, I struggled massively. Because Philly's a bit of a rocker. We, we, can, we can say you're a rocker. Well, my musical <laughs> palette <laughs> has often been cleansed in many different ways. No, I'm joking, yeah, I love rock music. Um, and... Uh, I suppose uh, I'll get into my, my, my different uh, viewpoints on certain types of music, so I hope you haven't picked a... No, so this is why it was difficult, because I said, if I come out here with a pop banger, this son of a bitch is going to literally rip me for it. However, I am a queen of all varieties of music. So <laughs> I just couldn't decide which one. Oh. However, I had... So I'll tell you the ones I was thinking of. Okay. There was two. However, the problem was that they are both very popular in their own right. Mm-hmm. Um, one recently more so than the other, but I was like, oh, I just kind of would love to bring them back into the fold. So the first one was The Cranberries' Dreams. Because... Oh. I just want to be in a 90s rom-com and that song playing over the top. Um. What I love about that song is that it's now on every advert known to man. Thank you very much, Jerry Girls. Thank you very much, Jerry Girls. Which is unfortunately the reason why I couldn't use that one. But uh, Dolores, good friend of mine. Uh, oh, good friend of yours. No, it's an inside joke from the band. I, oh, right, okay. I pretend to cry every time we sing Zombie because they tell Craig good old that we Dolores. met Dolores in 1987 and she made love to me. She <laughs> was an young man. <laughs> People don't get the joke. No, no, it's... <laughs> It's a very specific joke. Yes, shout out to Dolores because we loved her. The other one was, and I think this one's a bit of a shout, personally. It was Counting Crows, Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones. Oh, yeah, that's a great song. What is it, though? Met at the New Amsterdam. Instead, there's something, something, girl. Mr. Jones strikes up a conversation with redhead flamenco dancer. Why am I not in the band? Um, because you're too talented. Thank you. Uh, and that, uh, what you just did there was like classic um, from 
growing up listening to very different styles of music um, than I than I play and listen now. Um, Mummy was a massive Dolly Parton fan. Oh, that's why we stand your mother because Dolly's a queen and your mother's a queen. Yes. However, <laughs> Mummy can't sing. Okay. And Mummy doesn't remember words of songs. Oh, love it. So Mummy's uh, approach to music used to be working nine to five. <laughs> living <laughs> so uh, when you just went something 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 uh, that's how uh, I grew up listening to music so it was uh, every third word of the song was <laughs> so you said if anybody goes to hear you singing that every it's really you going to the crowd living <laughs> <laughs> just a small devil world <laughs> I can totally imagine that. And that song gives me nightmares because the first time and only time we ever try to sing it live, uh, it does start with, just a small town girl. Yes? Am I right saying that? Yes. Yeah, so I started with... If if it's if it's not, <laughs> no one tell us. I started with a, just a small town boy. <gasps> and uh, Wait, what is... Is it a boy? I think it's a girl. Living in a lonely world. She took the midnight train going anywhere. So it's a she. Oh. You know what? Gender fluidity. Yeah, you know what? Absolutely. It could be a girl. It could be a boy. Who really cares? It all rhymes. But that uh, ruined that song for me because uh, <laughs> I went for the big power ballad start and got the first line wrong and the boys would never let me live in it. Never. Never. Right. Well, those are the songs that I didn't choose. Okay. Because I was having a bit of a mare and actually to the point where last week's guest Enda was getting multiple text messages from me having a spiraling panic. But we got there, okay? So, actually, this week, I think you should start. Oh, God. Oh, it's panic song. By the way, shout out to Enda and his Rolls Royce uh, beautiful voice, who just, um, I don't know why to say it, but it rolls off the tongue and how beautifully he sounds, and now you're greeted with a strong horrible accent. <laughs> I know, but you could do, like, husky. Hello, folks, and welcome to you. <laughs> or I could talk like one of the boys from the laundry podcast and say, hey, young boy, Rick Sauce is over. I actually felt very uncomfortable <laughs> with that. So I am going to start, and I have been panicking all week because two reasons. What if Keeper doesn't? <laughs> <So, laughs> Which is a strong possibility. Um, also, because in its own right, it was a great song. Um, it got number one in the UK for eight weeks. However, if you ask someone what their favourite song ever is, they will never name this song. Right. Until you say, do you like... And they're like, fuck, I love that song. Right. I must know this song. Right. What year-ish are we talking? Oh, so it was like, um, I think it was early 80s. No, that's a lie. It oh was early God. 90s. <laughs> oh, we love an early 90s. Yes, and it was late 80s, early 90s. Um, and the thing that drew me to this song was the complete insanity of the video. <gasps> oh my God, I love it. And for the first six months of listening to this song, I didn't realise what it was about. <laughs> and it had a completely different meaning in my head of what the song was about. So for me... Um, Perplexed? So the song is Stay by Shakespeare's sister. <gasps> oh my God! Song. Oh no wait! Oh no wait! I was not prepared. 
Was that 90s? I swore that was straight up 80s. Yeah, well, it won the 1983 Brit Award for Best Video. Right, so, so that's... So it had to be early oh. 90s. It is actually all about that music video. Yes, <laughs> because it's insane. It's nuts. They're on a spaceship. This is such a shout, by the way. I really was thinking this was going to be like, this is some 1950s callback to an EP. Trailer for Sailor. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is such a shout. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not going to interrupt anymore, please. Um, so the insanity of the video. Uh, they're in a spaceship. There's a gay on a fairly routine life support machine. Yes, is he like dead well having researched the song i will get there however apparently the song is about he's her husband right he's dying right and the big dark witch <laughs> that comes tumbling down the stairs licking her lips <laughs> but she's like almost like you, you know like why but she's like wine drunk come down the stairs you know when you well, see like a woman in her mid <laughs> like her mid 30s who's like I'm going out tonight leave my kids behind can't wait to have a wee glass of wine with the girls I shouldn't be saying that that is literally me in five years right but you're in daddy duties tonight you're in daddy duties <laughs> me and the girlies uh, champagne campaign Jesus Pat I just went in the black covers last week stumbling <laughs> <laughs> um, down the stairs right so, the lady, um, so her name is, second name is Fahey, uh, Siobhan Fahey. I was going to say, isn't she an Irish girl? Oh yes. my God, we love an Irish stand. So the video took that long to make that Siobhan Fahey sat on the set for 12 hours and just drank vodka. So she is drunk? Completely hammered coming down the stairs. Oh my God, I live. <laughs> and that's why when she licks her lips and it goes, because <laughs> that's the sound she makes it. <laughs> Um, she's completely hammered. So, the beauty of the song is it's perfect. And you said I was going to be on Rocky. It's a perfect pop ballad. No, but you know what? I, I would argue that this is like 80s rock. Like, I know it was 90s, but we're really talking about, like, you know, like that, that kind of midway between the 80s and 90s when they're all kind of submerging and everything's a little bit of a mess. Yes. Like, I, like, do not sit there and tell me that that song is not heavily influenced by like some kind of like what do you call the the 80s rock like you know the glam oh absolutely like the glam rock so um that is funny though because it is a bit and of also like Fahey was in the, like the Nick was Banana Rama yes, yes that's why right I like deep dived into Banana Rama one time and I was like I swore there was an Irish girl in this and then yes oh so um somebody quoted it again up my quote as like how 90s power ballads started and I thought that was like a wonderful wonderful quote but it's my perception of the song that makes me love it so some of the words go the first kind of verse is if this world is wearing thin and you're thinking of escape I'll go anywhere with you just wrap me up in chains now the guy's apparently dying mm -hmm. and Siobhan drunk coming down the stairs <laughs> is coming to take him away to like Heaven or hell or something. Yeah. Okay. Makes it more beautiful. Yeah. But. Because they almost like fight over him in the music video. Like they yes. almost have like both of his arms, the poor fella in the train is like literally getting rocked side to side. Like he's on a life ship. support machine. Yes. But like, <laughs> let's fight over the top of him because that's definitely going to save his life. <laughs> but. 
for me, when I first heard it, I thought it was like a creepy stalker song. Oh, maybe I. Because she's going, <laughs> and you're thinking of escape, I'll go anywhere with you. Just wrap me up in chains. But if you try to go alone, don't think I can understand. So for me, for months, I thought this was some creepy bitch. It was like not letting her boyfriend go out to the pub to a sliver to play Monday night on a Saturday. But apparently, no, he's dying. You've done enough betting horses this week. Would you stay inside? Uh, so it, it completely changed my viewpoint of the song. Um, so I love, the, I love the words. I love how it's structured. Um, I love that they absolutely hate each other now. Um, Wait, in real life? The oh, two I, women? The two women. So Siobhan Fahey got jealous after Stay was released because she was the one who started Shakespeare's sister. Oh, and your other and woman? And then they brought the other doll in and then she sang the high parts and all in that song. And Stay with me. And I'm not <laughs> going to try that because I have a semi-professional music career that I want to try and hold on to. And I have not. <laughs> Hit me uh, up if you want to <laughs> contract this one. But, um, so they hit each other and then they kind of get back together. But, like, Fahey tried to keep it going on her own whenever your other doll left. She's American. Right. Um, and if you ask Siobhan Fahey now, what's her least favorite song? She tells you it's Stay. Even though it's her most famous song. Um, but for me, it's the, the music video that, that, that seals the deal on that song. Um, like, <laughs> I just don't understand it. I never can. I never can. But, it's a beautiful song. When you're drunk and you stick it on, you do try and reach those high notes that I'm not going to try and reach and destroy your listeners' ears. I'm sorry, but that is actually the perfect song to choose for this. I, I'm like slightly offended because mine is nowhere near as good as this. <laughs> However, like that is class. It's so good. And it, do you know what? You're absolutely right. Like that's a great song. Like it is genuinely a really good song. But it is the music video that is the reason people remember that. 100%. So much so. Way to hear this. This is my memory of it. And I hope you have a great one of it too. Because I have a first memory of how I know this song. Which is very vivid. So I used to stay at my cousin's house um, after school. Because mommy and daddy were both working too late. And there was a couple of videos. Because we were in the stage of videos still. Um, that they used to watch. Constantly on repeat. Which I hate to this day. Grease. Titanic and Dirty Dancing. Titanic? Titanic. I actually didn't know there was a sex scene in Titanic until, you know, the 10 year, was it, or 20 year anniversary a couple of years ago. Yes. We went to see it in the cinema, even though I refused to be going. <laughs> didn't know there was a full sex scene because my cousins used to fast forward because I was the youngest and they were like, oh, it's just this really boring bit where he draws her. And I was like, oh, Titanic shit. <laughs> right, still is shit, but. The other tape oh, that they used to watch. Well, then it changes the whole movie. <laughs> but the my first first memory of that song was because the other tape that they used to watch was from like must have been like the mid nineties when Boundary, the area that I'm from, did a Boundary's like Stars in the Rice. Oh, tonight, Matthew. I'm going yes, to <laughs> but someone did Shakespeare's sister stay, and I mean they just reenacted the music video, and did they actually sing? Oh, if I could find this video, yes, they sang. Well, maybe they didn't. Was it good? No, maybe it was just lip syncs. Oh my god, were they lip syncing for their life before it became like a whole cultural thing? Yes, yes, they were. Hit up Boundary <laughs> in the nineties. Yes, but and I never. <laughs> I just remember being like, 
is on the crack. Like I must have been ten and been like, someone is up to something bad. Like this is not okay. And then the like, and we used to listen to it constantly. And I'm like, I love this song. I love this song, but it's so creepy. Like this is so creepy. But it is. But really I didn't creepy. know until years later again that that's the actual music video. And I was like, they actually did that. Fantastic. As cringy as the whole thing is. I want to really end the life support machine. I do. I'd love to. If anybody in Valerie has listened to this, anybody at all, please find me that tape. Because they even did, um, oh, they did so many, like, Walking on Sunshine. And they were on, like, I mind us literally reenacting the video. Like, that's how sad we were. But, you gotta hook that out. Oh, God, I must find it. It was classic. But getting on to the life support machine part, the fact that they were in outer space and it was meant to be super futuristic... <laughs> it was like just a fucking bog standard white plastic tube that went up and down. <laughs> I was like, this gang is no hope of survival. Oh my god, if you're I have to fly to. into outer space. You should be fit to get a far better life support machine than this one. And it, it's just a. Grania hadn't. Um, Billy's fiance, by the way, is oh, called sorry, Grania. Sorry, Shout out, Grania, we love you. But Grania hadn't, like, whenever we were chatting during the week, and she's like, oh, what song are you going to talk about? And then I was like, this one or else Shakespeare's sister. And the first one she knew about. Um, and then this one, she's like, oh, I don't think I know that song. And then I played it for her and she's like, oh, actually, I do know this song. I'm like, well, it's the video. And she's like, well, what's the video? So I, I put it on. And her fucking mind blew. <laughs> she's like, what the fuck's going on? Why is she coming tearing down the stairs? Why is your woman lying over the top of him, washing him with a cloth? Oh my god, so she is! It's just a white flannel, just rubbing the chest of them. Oh, lovely. And it, and there's a big massive moon outside the window, there's a smoke machine. It's For me, it epitomises everything 90s that music should have been. I genuinely hope, and I really do, speaking of 90s, I hope this was like some type of absolutely fabulous reenactment where they were all sitting in the writer's room like yes darling let's you know what this is a great idea yes we've been up all night drinking With champagne the all day on the stick. yep the cigarettes <laughs> like and just everybody off their faces writing this music video and being like this is a great idea it is a great idea it's a fucking bonkers of course idea. it is and they all have like done the music video like won loads of awards and was like paid to do loads of music videos after but was it a woman director Absolutely it was. We love a woman director. And then the other thing that I, I, I had forgotten about was that then later this song did make a quick comeback. Ooh. Because Jan Dos, who I used to love, by the way, when I was a cub, Sherlock, the hell is <laughs> covered Jan this song. Dose. I was like, what name is Jan Dos? So she I... covered this song in the X Factor and then brought oh, it she... back into the, pot, the church. Actually, she did a really nice version of it. I know, but it was... Uh, Not as good as, like, obviously, the original. I remember when she first came on X Factor and was like... Tanya Schwag. That's the one that I couldn't remember. I'm going to play Shay Lloyd by Shay Lloyd. <laughs> Disgusting! It's fucking what he is. It's fucking what he is. But I know that uh, for about, like, three-month period, I thought, like, Shay Lloyd was going to be the next big thing. It turns out that she's not. No. Um, and uh, for a long time, I used to send her big, massive pictures of fans on Twitter and stuff. Right. And just say, big fan. Oh, shut up. <laughs> no, I was trying to figure out where that was going. Not because I was a big fan, just so I could try and troll her because I, like, I was so angry at myself that I actually thought she was going to be famous. I'm like, oh, she is famous. Oh, Cher, if you're listening. 
But do you know what I mean? Um, I know what and you Cheryl mean. Cole loved her, and it was just a, a big mess. Oh, God. So uh, she brought it back, and it done really well for a while, but not her version. Well, so that's my song. Philly, you knocked it out of the park. You will definitely be welcome back. That was well, thank you. a phenomenal choice. Can I go now? <laughs> no, no, you cannot. Right, it's my one. I so do. I know you're so. I don't think you will, and I'm like so panicked. Right, okay. So, actually, you know what? I'm proud if you don't know this song because there's a long, there's a long story to this, which I hope's not too long. But I was thinking about this, and I was like, right, I can't, I'm gonna do something a wee bit. Because let's be honest, ninety percent of what I'm gonna put on here is gonna be like pop music, because a gal loves a bit of pop music. But I was like, I do listen to literally multiple genres of music and one that I always go to that people are always really surprised that I'm like massively obsessed with this band a band and I was like god you know this is like the one band or like the one group music group that I'm always like telling people about and they're like who the hell are they? Oh, I'm, I'm in trouble. No, no, no. <laughs> you actually, no, but you will know them. You'll know one of their songs at least, right? Not the one I've chosen, maybe, but the one, you'll know one of them. And it's from 1970. They're, they are a Birmingham band from 1970. Okay. And when we were younger, growing up, this is the only band of like, you know, let's say, popular-ish music that my father will listen to. Like, we had the Greatest Hits album. Well, if Eamon likes them. <laughs> <laughs> if Eamon likes them, they must be wonderful. But we used to, my dad used to own a bar many moons ago. And if we were ever off school for, like, summer holidays or whatever, mommy would be working all day, but daddy would take us to the bar. So in the morning, we'd get up and we would drive around the country getting the bits and pieces from the cash and carry, you know, your wee bags of like 5p crisps and... Bacon fries. Oh, I love a bacon fry. Oh, actually, no, I don't. I don't even know why I said that. I, even, I just had the smell of them and it made me sick there. Right. <laughs> but we used to go driving in the wee red Ford Fiesta to go and pick up all the bits and this album would be blaring. To the point where I think me and my brother Dylan both have Stockholm Syndrome with this band. Like, I don't really know if I love them or I love them because it was forced into us. Though I'm happy either way because, you know, Stockholm Syndrome. So... <laughs> yeah, of course. So happy. That's the point. So, really, this is my decree for the band. My fingers are crossed. And the band is Electric Light Orchestra. E-L-O. E-L-O. Okay, so if you're listening and you don't know who ELO are, they are like queen on crack. Like legitimately queen on crack. And I didn't realise, obviously growing up because my dad was like, they were the biggest band back in the day. I actually went and I was Googling from a prep today and turns out that they're supposedly seen as a very uncool or anti-cool band that many current musicians refuse to cite as influences which I actually think is really offensive because their music is class but also epitomises Yaman <laughs> that he obviously fights their corner because nobody else nobody else he loves them so Electric Ike Orchestra ELO uh, it's in the name 
their whole thing is they're rock and roll but with like an orchestra <laughs> um so it's a lot more like strings and stuff like i know nothing about music by the way okay i don't know what a bridge is you know bar tra- traveling over it <laughs> neither do i <laughs> neither do i um but they're actually a very influential band and um, so people my song that i am using of theirs that's probably one of my favorites is Eva Woman. Yes. You made a fool of me. Yes. But that broken dreams have got you down. I Thank you very much, but I did it. Um it's just the most ridiculous song. Like, please, if you've never heard it, go and do yourself a favor and listen to it because it is bunkers. It is unbelievable. It's got some of the best lines ever. One of the lines in it, there's a hole in my head where the rain comes in, which I found out today. That's actually their shout out to the Beatles song, Fixing a Hole, because what I didn't realise is that they're big Beatles fans, which was the reason why they got together and started making music. It's great. It went a completely different direction, though, to their, their heroes. Oh, yeah. They went like, ridiculous it's like (laughs) do you know there is a 1980s musical film that goes by the name of Xanadu (laughs) I am well aware of that (laughs) oh trust me so this song is actually in Xanadu turns out actually that the whole music is written by ELO and Olivia Newton-John who stars in Xanadu what a, what a wonderful combination. Uh, isn't it just? It, it, and it, you know what? No band epitomises kind of like off your face, like probably should be like on all of the drugs when you're listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's class. Um, most people, if you don't know Evil Woman, which oh, I dare you, um, will probably know their more famous song, which is Mr. Blue Sky. Yes. Dun, dun. Sun is shining in the sky. There ain't a cloud inside. It stopped raining. <laughs> it's a beautiful new day. Hey! <laughs> I went under full Catholic dining But Well, I'm really glad that you didn't go for their more well-known song. You're so welcome. Because you're so cool. Actually, it's because I don't like Mr. Blue Sky. It's probably the only song off that album that I hated. And that's where your dad comes in. And that's where daddy comes in. For those of you that don't know Evil Woman by um, Electric Light Orchestra, uh, you will know uh, that, well, you won't know this, but you will know of a part of the song that has been popularised in a more recent song. And... This is how much of a bit of a music nerd I am because we listened to this album so much when I was younger that when the more recent song came out, I flipped my lid because I was like, they stole that. I had never heard of sampling music before this, but I was like, they stole that. They stole That's in ELO's Evil Woman. They stole it. <laughs> and you will die at who it is. The Pussycat Dolls. Beep. 
That's actually in the very. Oh yes, I I was doing like a. Do you want to call it like a titty pop? Or can't see this. Or you can't see it, but I did a bit of a shoulder titty pop. If I don't come to work tomorrow, send help. But um. So they actually sampled, there's, and it's actually a really small bit in the actual Evil Woman song, but it's like, it makes the song. It makes the song, and the Pussycat Dolls stole it when I thought I was like 14. So there's a couple of things that have annoyed me in a similar way. Right. So you know that song? Ooh, I'm a rebel just for kicks now. Yeah. Do, 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 do. It's definitely. Oh, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Wait. So it is. And nobody ever believes me when I say it. But here, don't get yourself in the hole of samples because I did one time <laughs> into the YouTube hole that I fell in one day. Don't know how because I really don't give a shit Started about it. Started watching videos of Peter Canavan. <laughs> Four hours later. <laughs> here we are. That's that song. They stole this. They stole it. So when I get drunk, you normally find me being like, if this beep song by Pussycat Dolls ever comes on, I'm like, they stole it from ELO. No, I don't like it. I... <laughs> and I don't want it. I don't want it. Although, shout out to the Pussycat Dolls. Still trying their best. I'm sorry, but their recent song actually flipped me inside out. It was so good. Is that so good? Yes. I saw that on Britain's Got Talent because that, well, that's where I hear popular music nowadays, Kifa. Well, how dare you? Because I, uh, um, what Paul McKeever once called me was a music nasty. Right, so I'm glad you brought that up because before we go on, this is not a podcast for music snobs, uh, nor music Nazis, <laughs> no fascism no. up in this podcast. But I know we like. And I probably will later on the line be like, I hate that song. We don't hate songs, really. Like, everybody has has a right to their choice. Here's, oh, I'm on my soapbox. Oh, you have a right to the songs that you like, and I have a right to hate it. Yes, absolutely. Go down Thank girl. you very much. Well um, vote for me in your next general election for Pop Music Princess. Um, <laughs> pop Music Princess. There's a party I can get on. <laughs> Yeah, um, there is one, 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 one exception. One exception. And that exception is... Oh my god, Hubert. Old Town Road. Because it's the worst song ever. Do you know what? I will slightly agree with you there. However, I'll do you one better. I'll be one of them one-upper people. All right, shiny red bike. I'm one of Town Reef folks. Keep <laughs> us going to Eleven Reef. <laughs> Oh, my dirty laugh is awful. Um, I'll do you one better. Right. And it's a very specific version of this song. <laughs> it is Nathan Carter's. <laughs> what is it? Rock Me Mama. Oh, The Wagon Wheel. The Wagon Wheel. Yes. I despise that song. Well, Sung by him. There are a number of excellent versions. Nathan, I wish you no harm. <laughs> However... If you stop singing that song, it would still be too early. And again, or sorry, not too early, too late. You've you've sung it till it's dead in the water, and I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I'm actually that angry about that song. He's the only kind of semi-famous person 
that the Brits haven't tried to claim as their own, and he's from Liverpool. Aye! <laughs> so, uh, they don't want him. They don't, neither do we! They don't want you either, Nathan Carter. Although, if you're ever doing a tour, you can cover by. Because I'll just have to, like, clip all of oh. this out, will I? Oh, hello, Mr. Carter. I'm your biggest fan. Uh, no. I particularly like your version of... <laughs> that song was written by Bob Dylan. Yes. He didn't finish it. Um, it was then covered by Old Crow Medicine Show. Which is a great version. Yes. And there's also a version of a gay who I forget on Spotify, but I will let you know later on. And it is amazing. Amazing. And um, it's now uh, one of those songs where if I'm pissing Mark off during a gig... Are you just going to start singing it? He starts to play. Oh, fair play. You know what? I've always liked Mark. Well done, Mark. Continue. Um, and it is... Love that journey for him. And you've got that whole uh, eclectic mix now of people in local bars. So you have uh, me, who is um, still trying to say at 30 years of age that skinny jeans are acceptable, um, <laughs> with my beer valley. Um, and then you have the bootcut and brown guys with their check shirts. And brown belts and brown shoes. And a body warmer overset check shirt. Oh, God, yes. You know, that's called a gilet. Oh, a gilet. A gilet yeah. in London. A ganda. Um, I used to go around and say, where's your gillet? <laughs> where's your gillet today? Um, but no, and, and it's really strange that can we live in a, in a, in a population now where um, old Irish or new Irish music, country, is massive. Whereas like the same people when I was at Clubland in 2000 and let's say yep were absolutely banging yokes into them. <laughs> and, I wavered. And, like, dancing oh, the, like, and dancing the techno. And now they're breathing down Scooter, my are you ready? <laughs> Siberia, the place to be. Me, I friggin' love <laughs> I, this I, song. I white gloves and a whistle. Here, catch my jaw. And now they're like, <laughs> are you uh, going to play any James songs, lad? It is honestly the weirdest. Um, weird. It's also, uh, they're also the Play Grace folk. Oh, yeah. Do you know what, though? I'm a play grace folk. But do you shout, I will die, I will die during the course? <laughs> do you know what? That's what they do. I, I, I will admit to nothing, <laughs> but I won't deny anything either. Typical yank. Call the difference. <laughs> right. Well, folks. Sorry, we rambled. We rambled, but I enjoyed the rambling. Uh, I think, well, Philly definitely knocked it out of the park. However, I think I also... Not yeah, no, it was part. a great shit keep, I must say. It's I very thought... much in line of what this podcast is. It was, I'm trying to bring to light a band that you, millennials potentially, but the Gen Zers don't, don't know. Of course. And do you know what? It's great. And they have a whole host of songs that are fabulous. Go look up their greatest hits. It'll make your day. And if you can, stay away from drugs whilst listening to them. Because don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> they're in sick. <laughs> but no, yellow were very good, and um, they shouldn't be put down for what they are. <laughs> because Eamon Hawkins and like so, and that's good enough. Actually, you know what? If my daddy's right, he's right. Okay. So before we go, um, we're gonna do a better roundup than I did last time. Okay. Um, so shout out to the one and the only, the red-haired mistress. Catherine McKernan, a.k.a. CMKXOX, who told me to do this. 
So if any of you are on Spotify as much as I am, um, you at the end of the year always get like a roundup of what your songs are. I am not sponsored by Spotify. Sponsor me, Spotify, or just pay my premium subscription. <laughs> um, but you get a roundup of your top songs that you've played in the year. Um, oh and this is always, like, everybody's always talking about it because they send out that huge email that, like, it's super interactive and easy to use where you can, like, go through and, like, see the songs and, like, your top genres and stuff. But the playlist, I think, for personally for me, is a bit of a banger every time. <laughs> so... Well, I'm glad you're on <laughs> Because so, having just looked at that... Uh, my dear fiance Grania and I share Spotify because you know nine ninety nine a month, um, <laughs> and uh, as you know, Grania um, has a completely different unusual taste than I. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Oh my god, I can't wait! Right, so we're gonna do what was your top played song? Mm, so I'll give you two, okay? Because one will obviously be Grania's <laughs> and one will be yours. Of course it will. It will. Um, and then I would the never other one. To Little Mix. <laughs> We won't have any disrespect of Little Mix on the podcast, please. Um, And the last one will be your most embarrassing song. Or the one that you're like, oh my god, how the hell did I play you so much? So, I'm going to go first. The only queen in my eyes, Ariana Grande is obvious number one. And it was from her most recent album of 2019, um, which was, well, the album's not called this, but... The song was Bad Idea, and if you haven't listened to that song, it is so sexy, it is such a banger, and I just fucking love her. Anyway. I, despite the fact I don't like pop music, I, I can kind of give that we girl her, her credit. So like but have you heard that song? Yes, yes. I got a bad idea. Keith, I did not think we were allowed to play the songs live. Right? Oh my <laughs> god, that is so embarrassing. Ariana, please go back, we weren't introducing you today. Um, so that was that. I actually find it very hard to pick a song that I was embarrassed by because (laughs) I think my playlist is banging. However, I will embarrass myself by saying, do you know, it's 2019, so it's actually not that embarrassing, but I'd like to point out that I was an early influencer of K-pop. Okay. I was from 2009 rambling on about k-pop and everybody was like you're a freak and i was like you know what you might be right um and now it's taken over the world and now it's technically cool so yes my playlist is covered with it however there is one song and i have to admit it is cringe af but it's like really catchy so i can't help whenever i used to walk to work finding it like awesome to walk to especially if you like wanted to get yourself in a good mood so it's called by band called Super Junior DNA and the song was called Can You Feel It? And like you just know the songs. You know them catchy like almost Eurovision, like a Pizza Hut, a Pizza Hut. Movie montage kinda walking down the street or actually No, I mean like the song I mean like the song sounds like one of them. So it's like can you feel it? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? No, Paul. I love Captain Eurovision. It is so embarrassing. Like I will admit to that. Um, it is. It's. It's probably not a song that I would ever tell to the nation that I listen to. But now we've done it. So there we go. So, Philly, hit us with 
what you have been, what your 2019 songs were. Well. Gone. I can't wait. Um, Grammys. <laughs> you um, know what? I'd like to just start off by saying, I highly doubt that this is Grammys. And Philly is just trying to cover his no. his reputation. So it's if I'm going to run through them, if that's okay with oh, you. Oh, please. And you can kind of... Can I get the viewpoint of how often I get to listen to my own Spotify? Often in the morning I'll be... You know they now do a duo premium, which is twelve ninety nine a month. I wish I was sponsored by Spotify. Are you sure you're not? Oh. Um, so I'm going to sign up to that and have my own because... Um, this is getting ridiculous. There's one called High Hopes by Panic at the Disco. Oh, no. we don't, No, we don't stand that song. We do stand Panic at the Disco, but... And Video. Do you know how much I know that this isn't my song? Gotcha, ha, 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 ha. Wait. Oh, it's that one. Hi. Because <laughs> I thought it was, I've got ha, ha, ha. No, that's Codaline. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's shit too. Um, <laughs> and then second of all was uh, Holy Diver by Ronnie James Dio. Holy Diver, you can see his stripes and you know he's clean. Is that oh, yours? Because I've never heard of that. I mean. <laughs> Look it up. When this is over, we're listening to Ronnie James Dio. It's amazing. We only okay. put two songs on the playlist a week. How yeah. am I going to add all of these songs? Like, I can't. Well, you're not. I'm going to do a continuity podcast. Group. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, scalped already. song. <laughs> right, um, come on. And then there's also the likes of a Rick Springfield and a Jerry Cinnamon. Oh, no uh, to Jerry Cinnamon. Ava Max. Is Jerry Cinnamon you or... Is that you? Don't insult me. Oh, right, I was getting a bit wound up there. Single Scottish accent whenever you sing like I'm talking with cocaine. Um, Love it. But no, uh, and then one of my uh, standout ones that's mine, um, that's kind of a uh, wee bit uh, on, on, on the softer side of what I don't usually listen to, is um, another song I was going to uh, put out on the table earlier, and it's uh, Don't Marry Me by Beautiful South, or Don't Marry Her by the Beautiful South. Are they like an American country band? No, no, no. Beautiful sight. So it's like, you know the song, it goes like a... In the Sunday morning sounds in San Francisco, Bay, And you realise you can make it anyway. No. No. You have to watch the car. I'm literally staring at him like he has six heads. And just so I, it's an absolute... And I'm glad I didn't pick it because you wouldn't have knew it. I wouldn't have knew it. However, isn't that the whole point of the podcast? Yes. Right. Well, I think we'll wrap it up there because we've went, we've been speaking for a while and I'm conscious it's a Tuesday evening and some of us have to go to work in the morning. Um, So, thank you so much. Thank you. No, I appreciate it so much. I think that was a bit of a laugh. Um, I'm going to try and do this better than last week because I'm sure Enda will be listening and giving me a pile of shite over text message if I do this (laughs) wrong this time. Um... So, yes, do all the things with all of the podcasts, wherever you can listen to them, because I'm sure they'll be up everywhere. Um, what are those things, Kifa? You know, with like Spotify, Apple, where else do you listen to podcasts? The QR. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, yes. Um, so, make sure to subscribe, make sure to like, make sure to rate, make sure to comment. Um... As I mentioned, there is a playlist where we're going to add in the songs each week so you can listen to them and not just my beautiful singing voice trying to give you excerpts of godliness. Um, and that is uh, No, This Song, The Playlist. Um, N-O, N-O, folks, just so you know, not K-N-O-W, okay? Um, what else? We're also on Instagram. 
follow a bitch at know this song. I think I've hit it out of the park today. Have I missed anything? Oh my god, no I haven't. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, thanks again to Philly and we'll be getting more awesomeness of know this song next week. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. Bye.